All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning to everyone. The final trading day of the week is here and I am Hormis Fatakia talking to you about all that you need to know on the 5th of March. First up, billionaire Lakshmi Mittal will be setting up a steel plant in Orissa with an investment of over 50,000 crore rupees. The planned unit is set to have an annual production capacity of 12 million tons. Arsula Mittal had to earlier abort a plan to build a plant in the state owing to failure in getting suitable land and necessary permits. Wipro has announced its biggest ever acquisition in its history in a bid to spur growth. The software services provider will acquire Capco for $1.45 billion. London-based Capco employs 5,000 consultants and will help Wipro add clients from the BFSI vertical. The transaction is expected to close in the first quarter of FY22. Capco had a revenue of $700 million in 2020 and will help add 30 new clients to the company. Kotak Mahindra Bank has signed an MOU with the Indian Army for their salary accounts. The MOU enables Kotak to offer its salary account proposition combined with exclusive benefits for the Indian Army to all Army personnel both active and retired. Aircon International's offer for sale for retail investors saw subscription of over 2.06 times according to the Secretary of the Department of Investment and Public Asset Management or DPM. The Secretary wrote on Twitter that the post this share sale, the company is now in compliance with minimum public shareholding norms. The company sold over 7 crore shares or 16% of its total equity to investors at a floor price of 88 rupees apiece. Zimbabwe has authorized the use of Bharat Biotech's Covaxin, becoming the first African country to authorize the use of India's only homegrown vaccine. The Indian embassy in Zimbabwe tweeted that the first batch of Covaxin, which showed an efficacy rate of 81% in those with prior infection without a second dose, will be arriving shortly. Procurement for 75,000 vaccines is completed and orders for more shots will be placed soon, according to the country's health minister. The Employees Provident Fund organization has kept the rate of interest on Provident Fund deposits for the ongoing fiscal unchanged. The EPFO at its board meeting on Thursday maintained the interest rate for FY21 at 8.5%. The rate in FY19 stood at 8.65%. The EPFO is expecting a decline of 5% from last year in total contributions. In the case of increasing the pension withdrawal timeline to two years from the current two months, the matter was deferred and will be discussed further. People familiar with the matter have told Bloomberg that Walmart-backed Flipkart is exploring a listing in the United States through a merger with a blank check company. Sources told Bloomberg that Flipkart's advisors have approached several SPACs and that it can seek a valuation of as much as $35 billion in a blank check transaction. The IPO of MTAR Technologies was subscribed 10.3 times as bidding closed on the second day. The institutional portion was nearly fully subscribed, while the non-institutional portion was subscribed 8 times. The retail portion so far has been subscribed over 16.5 times. Also, Hiranba Industries will be listing on the bourses today. The issue was subscribed 83 times overall. 
Contrary to expectations, the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries or OPEC decided that the group will continue to keep supply in check, maintaining supply cuts of as much as 7 million barrels per day. Saudi oil minister Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman told reporters that he does not believe that these measures will overheat the oil market. Brent crude rose as much as 6% to $68 per barrel, while the West Texas Intermediate is trading above the $64 per barrel mark this morning. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell sounded a gentle word of caution to the bond markets, saying that he is watching the jump in long-term interest rates. While he fell short of speaking about a possible intervention, he said, and I quote, I would be concerned by disorderly conditions in the markets or persistent tightening in financial conditions that threaten the achievement of our goals, end of quote. Yield on the 10-year treasuries in the US rose to as much as 1.56% overnight, post Powell's remarks. And with that, I head over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day. Morning Neeraj, expiry day volatility and weak global queues took the indices lower on Thursday after a three-day rally. How are we set up for today? Well, thanks for that, Ormus. But I'll get to the markets in a bit. First, the two big pieces of news, right? And you probably spoke about them. But uh, OPEC's decision to not to increase production next month uh, sent prices soaring in the market that had been expecting additional supply and therefore... One should watch out for what higher oil prices do to expectations around inflation because that might have a big impact on the markets too. They will have an impact on specific names and I'll talk about them in a bit. Um, Speaking of inflation and global queues, um, keep in mind that after a sluggish couple of months, America's labor market is expected to have regained some momentum in February and the latest non-farm payrolls report will probably reveal a healthy pickup in jobs growth when released today. Remember, I was speaking about this yesterday. The reason why I dwell upon a bit upon this a bit is because an upbeat set of numbers run the risk of refueling the rally in treasury yields even more, pushing the dollar higher, and maybe, just maybe, barring pressure on the Federal Reserve to step in. Might too far-fetched to believe one month's report could do all of this, but it's an important data point considering that yields have been spiking. You know, I mean, even though some of the inflation that we are seeing in the economic data may be coming from the fact that we there have been disruptions in the supply chains due to natural events like Texas or maybe COVID-related, I think the market expected Jerome Powell to say a lot more than he did or address the recent surge in rates with a possible nod towards maybe adjusting the asset purchase program as well. Again, far-fetched, but some people are thinking about it. And the fact that he reiterated his earlier stance, which is... Well, that we will step in whenever it is necessary, but because it was just a reiteration of the earlier stance, it sent bonds packing and yields spiraling. Somehow, yields to be the cent- seem to be the center of all conversation. So where does all of this place us? We are likely to follow the route in global markets, and while Senate Democrats in the U.S. took a major procedural step towards approving the 1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package in the U.S., which can provide some relief next week, For now, I think we'll go down. Remember, the derivative positions in India are not too heavy, and that may hurt as shorts may not cover their positional profits, which typically aids uh, some downsides and gives a bit of a pause. So I'm not hinting of a free fall. I'm just saying that unlike the last fall where there were short positions, there are fewer currently which may hurt. In terms of specific pockets, well, oil sensitives could naturally do well, so ONGC, Oil India, HOEC could all be in play today. Tech could correct, even though Indian IT is not the same as big tech in valuations or in business model, uh, but uh, it could correct. 
And even the bottom-up stock-specific activity could remain because of deals that Infosys got day before or Wipro got yesterday. You would expect the larger sense would be a bit of a correction. Watch out for sugar stocks too. They may continue doing well. But in all the trading longs, brace for pullbacks which may happen today and may get extended too unless the stimulus steps in next week. Thanks so much for tuning in everybody. Have a safe day ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 